In keeping with what I have done the last two days of the Sacred Triduum, I offer more of a reflection on this Sunday of the Resurrection, Easter Sunday, than a homily. It comes in two parts. The first part is, by what I say I hope to help you to enter into the experience of the Resurrection, as the Apostles, Our Lady, the Holy Women and all the friends of Jesus experienced it. And then the second part is to reflect upon the effects of the resurrection in history. So to help us to enter imaginatively into the experience of the resurrection, let us imagine that a friend of ours contracts a severe illness and after some time, it is found that medicine can do no more for him. So we gather around his bedside for the final scene in the drama of his life. The ventilator is removed. Our friend grows weaker from lack of breath and whispers his final farewells. We hear the death rattle and then he expires and takes on the pallor of death. The mortician prepares the body for funeral and with appropriate prayers we consign our friend's body to the earth. The grave is then closed and we leave for our homes saddened, perhaps a bit disoriented, remembering our friend's past and unsure what our future might look like without him. Then, two days later, our friend suddenly stands before us, like one just returned from a brief but important journey. He greets us by name. Physical barriers like doors mean nothing to him. I wonder what would happen to us. We would be stunned, incapable of knowing the appropriate reaction. Should we be shocked? Should we be fearful? Should we have overwhelming joy? This is beyond our experience. Our emotions are in turmoil and reality itself seems to be detonating around us. But it's not just once that he does this, but again and again. He talks to us as he used to. He eats with us but now he seems to live in another dimension of existence, thoroughly human, but radiantly more so. By imagining this, we begin to get some idea of what the friends of Jesus experienced on Easter Sunday and in the period over the next 40 days. But even more than that, slowly and haltingly, those who met the risen one and those who believed what his closest friends said about him came to understand that this really was the Son of God. So now, the second part is the effects of the resurrection into history. A wise person once said that history is the science of events that have a posterity. 
Well, the resurrection certainly has a posterity, doesn't it? So it belongs to history. If it didn't have a posterity, we wouldn't be gathering in our churches for the Easter Vigil and for Holy Mass. Those who can't make it wouldn't be watching online and you wouldn't be listening to me here. It can be said that by rising from the dead, Jesus has dominated the whole of human history. In fact, we call him the Lord of history. Consider what followed his resurrection in the history of the world. The enthusiasm of the apostles and the other witnesses of the risen one is in stark contrast to their grim and frightened state during the Passion. In the Acts of the Apostles we read of miracles performed in the name of Jesus. The shadow of Peter heals the sick. The heavens open above the head of Stephen. A thunderbolt strikes Saul from his horse on the way to Damascus. The faith in Christ spreads and is consolidated. Churches are formed across the empire and establish communion with each other. Their unity is enriched around Peter and his successors in Rome. Civil society reacts and first persecutes. Men, women and children in huge numbers, give their lives for the Christ. Not for an idea, not for a myth, not for an ideology, not for a philosophy, but they give their lives for a real person. Civil society eventually yields, and the world is won over little by little, until by the fourth century, all that is of the civilised world finds itself to be Christian. So that civilization and Christianity become the same thing. On this Easter day, there is much to wonder about, isn't there? Much to prayerfully and quietly ponder, and of course much to be thankful for. But in the wisdom of the Church, we have a whole Easter season of 50 days to do this. May you have a joyous and holy Easter day and a joyous and holy Easter season. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed.